0: It is Friday, April 29th. And before we jump into the new episode of Baseball Chatter, we want to provide you with some exciting news. We will be doing our first ever live podcast stream on Twitch tonight, where we will also be playing MLB The Show 22. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at baseball underscore chatter for all the important updates and to get that stream link tonight. Now, let's get into this episode. All righty, a brand new episode of Baseball Chatter here on your Friday morning for you. We got a couple of new faces. Well, one returning face and and one brand new face, but we got the mainstay, Jacob DeFoya once again. We got Logan back again. Derek Peck, a always welcome guest, makes his return second time this season already. And a first timer, Derek Lee, are joining us for the podcast. Garrett might be joining us later, but we'll see how that goes. Jacob, how you doing? Doing fine. You Logan, how about you? Oh, I'm doing good. Thanks, Jake. Yeah, we doing gotta well, get the man. host
1: in there, man. Sorry All about right. that. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're good.
2: Everybody's
0: good. Everybody good. good. We got double D's, Derek Peck and Derek Lee. Peck, how you doing, man?
2: Man, I'm doing good. I'm uh I'm back in Colorado now, so pretty excited back with the family.
0: That's good to hear. And Derek Lee, how are you? First time on the get on the show. Welcome.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Thanks for having me.
0: All righty. First topic that we're gonna talk about here, and and Derek Lee is already gonna roast me because he's like, all right. So what are we gonna be talking about? But we always keep it just kind of random. Well, I, I do know what we're gonna talk about in almost everyone, but everyone else is kind of in the dark there. But we're going to talk about Ronald Acuna Jr., who made his return yesterday on Thursday night against the Cubs, returning from his ACL injury last year. Made his season debut last night, hitting leadoff. Went one for five with two stolen bases. With the Braves team currently at fourth place in the National League East division, how big is getting Acuna back?
3: Bueller dealer. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll go, if no one wants to say yeah, anything. Yeah,
4: terrible hosts, man. <laughs> terrible. Just doesn't even ask who he wants, hey, knowing hey. that there's four people in here. Hey,
3: someone's got
0: to go, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, I'll someone's go. got to go. I'll go. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Ronald Acuna, I mean, that's a very important part of the Braves offense, especially now that Freddie Freeman's in Los Angeles now. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I did not expect Acuna to come back this quickly the end of April. I thought maybe may or even june i think uh, just because an acl injury is so tricky like you you don't know how confident the player is going to be testing out his leg um but yeah especially now because uh, eddie rosario just recently got his eye surgery uh, the braves are really looking for offense from anywhere they can uh, matt Olson has been a really big addition um in in the leaving of freddie freeman but uh, bringing back acuna that's just a really important guy to have on your team Uh, He's really important defensively and offensively as well. Um, And then also the struggles of other players like Adam Duvall hasn't had a great start to the season. He did have a really good game today though. Um, But yeah, having Acuna back at the top of the lineup, especially um, when Ozzie Albies is not batting leadoff, I think that's a really important piece of your offense.
0: Wow. Deep analysis there. (laughs) I don't know if anyone wants to follow that, but one thing you did uh, mention uh, Derek Lee is that, and I have to say, I'm just going to say Lee and Peck for this because yeah. Derek and Derek is just going to be too hard to decipher <laughs> here for people listening in. Um, but you did mention ACL coming back, trying to see how the legs are going, how the knees are going. I mean, he looked good out there yesterday. Two stolen bases, um, which is something you might like, maybe he's taking it easy a little bit here, but I mean, he was full sprint ahead going at it. Jacob, was was that surprising for you, or is that something that you expected with him coming back so early?
4: I mean, you know, you're playing the game, and especially the way they play it now, where they you see organizations kind of take care of their players. Yeah, I thought it was pretty, pretty exciting that, that they let him go out there and steal, and, you know, especially coming off a knee injury like that. So, I mean, that's good for him. You got to come back to a full extent, you know, sometime. But it wasn't surprising for me.
0: And Derek Peck, is this the missing puzzle piece that the Braves need to get back to the World Series and potentially defend their crown?
2: Hot take, no. They won without him, right? You look That's at a team, you know, and they just had this kid come up, Travis DiMaridi. He's hitting three fifty seven. I know it's a small sample size, but he plays hard. Um, I'm not saying you need to trade Acuna or anything like that but he's not as big of a difference maker as I think people take him out to be the problem with the Braves right now has been their pitching Charlie Morton has been poor and I know they're still waiting on Soroka to come back so offensively whether or not Acuna's is in there I think they're going to be okay defensively they're okay now you definitely want Acuna no no doubt about it but to say that he's the missing piece I disagree I think that they need another arm they need a starting pitcher they need obviously health uh for Soroka um but you saw it last year when they got what was it uh um, Jock Peterson and um Marcelo or not Ozuna but Rosario uh, Rosario yeah. and who Soler like oh, Duval as well yeah Duval you know so yeah, Acuna, great player, but, you know, they can float without him.
0: Wow. So let me just ask a follow-up question there because you made Acuna sound like a bag of Doritos. <laughs> um, would
2: you trade
0: – if you were in position of the of the Atlanta Braves come the deadline, would you trade him for a couple of starters?
2: No. I think you have to see how he does here with his health, obviously coming off the ACL. And it was very – very nice to see those two steals tonight or last night i should say um that's showing that you know he's confident to run so if you can keep him but then maybe trade Dimaridi or duval or somebody else for an arm now you're not only keeping the value of acuna but you're using the other value that you've developed to bring in value in other spots that you need Logan, you
0: have come back from injuries yourself. How surprising was it to see Acuna come back so fast?
1: I mean, you know what? Believe it or not, like I've been in the training room quite a bit. Um, Also, you guys have had, I just want to mention, you guys have had great uh, points on this topic. I wanted to get my two cents in, but it's good to just hear everyone else's uh, analysis on it. But. You know, I've I've had Tommy John and stuff, and I've seen people with ACL injuries, stuff like that, and believe it or not, like, even soccer players, they could come back, like, up to four months, like, or as soon as four months, excuse me. Um, the rehab on that is pretty extensive. Like, you walk out of the, like, the surgery room, like, you know what I mean? Like, they want you to, like, get ready to go quick. Um, it is promising to see him running. Um, you know, a lot of times, I don't know if you guys are following the NBA a little bit, but... Uh, infamous ben simmons uh, i don't know if you guys saw the quote somebody somebody had a quote on it but his mental stress has put uh like issues on his back yeah,
4: yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like a trigger right
1: yeah, yeah i don't know what that means um i've never heard of anything like that but like i do get that there is a mental block on players after coming back from injury like for me when i was throwing hey it'd be you know they're like let it loose you're always timid, you know, you, you know, with running, you, are you going to give it a uh, 90%, 75%, a hundred percent? You never know, you know, until you really test it. But I mean, he's trusting the, he's trusting the, uh, the medical staff and, you know, the surgeon and everybody, but it looks like he's doing well so far. I mean, he, he's not a bag of Doritos. I like that quote. That's a great one. I'm going to steal that. Um, we, we got a little carried away there, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think he'll, I think he'll be back, dude. I think I think uh, this soon is shocking to me, especially with a key player like that, you know, um, usually um, in pro sports, your you know, 400 million dollar man is going to be uh, a little bit more coddled to than your average player. But what do you guys think?
4: One thing that I was telling Billy, and if you got to understand the thing about Acuna is they won without him. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't get to play that World Series. So, you also have to count that he – I'm pretty sure he has that drive where he wants to see another World Series. So, cool. I don't know. Hopefully, he can come in and step it up and be better than what he was before because something we were telling Billy – me and Billy were talking about earlier was it shouldn't affect his bat, right, the ACL?
1: No. I mean, uh, I, mean uh, I don't know. It's swing, stuff like that. I think it'd be a little bit easier to play actually defense than swinging because, you know, you it's so? more it's less rotational, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I don't know. A little bit more stress on the knee. Um, I don't know, because you got to think when he's playing the outfield, like he gets true reads on balls. You know, it's not like necessarily he's got to re- like react right away, like to a ninety-five mile hour fastball on his hands or something like that. You know, yeah, I don't know. I-, I see both sides, but I mean, the guy, the guy's gonna drop forty bombs, you know, and probably have over hundred RBIs. I mean, he's a special talent for sure. What do you guys think? Over under stolen bases, thirty-five. At the rate he's at,
0: oh, I'll take the under. Yeah, really? like he, thirty-five. That's quite a bit.
1: It's a bit for a wide. full season. He—he's an MVP guy, though. You know, don't don't knock him. No, for no, no. Like he
0: definitely is. He definitely is. Sticking on the Braves and adding a little bit to this, the Braves and the Astros were in the World Series last year in two thousand twenty-one. Um, currently, both teams not doing so hot as they. We're hoping for Astros currently tied for third in the AL West, two and a half games back of the Angels, and the Braves currently fourth in the NL East, five games back of the Mets. Which team is more in danger of not making the postseason? And I'll let Derek Peck take this one first.
2: Atlanta. And it's going to be interesting because I think both teams right now are kind of wild card esque teams, especially with how the way the Angels are playing and the Mariners are playing. Um, they're actually competing in the ALS and then you've got you know the Mets and the Phillies so the, I think that Atlanta and Houston are both kind of fringe wild card teams right now mm-hmm. I think Atlanta probably has a better chance because you know the Phillies they might fizzle out and the Mets could met you know <laughs> it, it's just the way that they they are like the Mets could met. the Mets can met you know, everyone says uh, Coca Cola, the official soft drink of the New York Mets, baby. Oh my god! <laughs> so like, then you look out west, and you've got that young team in Seattle, and they're still putting it together. You know, they're uh, very. I was going to save this for when Garrett got on, but Julio Rodriguez, like, <laughs> his batting average has been hasn't been there. You know, they have a lot of guys that are struggling at the plate. Um, they've got some stud pitching though. They got Flexen, who I like, and then. Of course, the Angels are playing really well right now, but again, the Angels might Angels. So, I think one of the two of them will probably make the playoffs. I don't think that they both will for Houston and Atlanta. Yeah.
4: Okay. Jacob, your take. I mean, I think the Astros are still the Astros, and they got it. Uh, I told Billy this is, this is like the first time the Astros have like some serious competition. You know, in the LA, in the in the West. But I still think that they got it in them to take this division and, you know, put a put a bomb in that a uh, bracket postseason bracket. But for the Braves, I don't know. I think the Mets are looking too good as of right now. As of right so, now, speaking, I think the it's the the, Met, uh, the Mets division to lose.
1: Don't forget about the Phillies, man. They haven't had a hot start, but their lineup and their their uh, entire rosters very deep.
4: Yeah, and then Kyle so, yeah. Schwarber, man, these fire. He's fire that they need.
0: He does bring a spark to them. And he was, he was, he was entertaining to watch um, light up. Angel Hernandez the other day. Uh, <laughs> well, well deserved. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Derek Lee, what do you think?
3: Um, I mean, uh, it's tough to say, like uh, Peck said, you know, the West is really tough with the angels and the Mariners. I, I think the Mariners probably could win the division this year. They, they did a really good job in the offseason. Uh, adding guys like Robbie Ray and picking up Jesse Winker and Eugenio Suarez from Cincinnati Um, but Houston has just been I think they've really been underachieving lately you look at the stats even if you're just kind of like a batting average guy you kind of want to look like at the face value stats a lot of uh, Houston's guys are not hitting very well they've gotten production from Jeremy Pena um, with the departure of Carlos Correa to Minnesota but a lot of their guys are not hitting very well except for Michael Brantley might be one of their hottest hitters right now him and Alex Bregman.
2: As
0: always.
3: Yeah, probably two of their most consistent bats right now. Everybody else has an OPS under like 600 at the moment. Even Kyle Tucker, who had a really good year last year, he's batting 179, he's got a 575 OPS right now. So um, I think their bats are kind of cold right now. Their pitching hasn't really been the greatest, except for Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander has been absolutely solid for them uh, coming back from his Tommy John surgery. Um, I think a lot of people forget that he won the Cy Young the last time he was fully healthy. I, I definitely did not think he was going to come back and do this well. So uh, it's yeah. really good to see him uh, doing well. Uh, as for the Braves, I think, um, like Peck also said, I think they need to add another pitcher. Um, I don't know if Mike Soroka is that guy. I think they could still probably go out and get another arm on, in the market closer to the trade deadline. Of course, the season is barely underway still, but I think you look at guys like Matt Olson, uh, he's had a really good season. Dansby Swanson definitely needs to kind of step up his game. He's had a horrible year. <laughs> I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. He's been pretty dreadful. Uh, yeah. Austin Riley, if he can continue his performances from last season, he's had a pretty good start. Um, I think you need a little bit more from guys like Marcelo Zuna, Adam Duvall, Rosario when he comes back. Uh, they probably maybe need to add another bench bat. I don't think Alex Dickerson's really the guy that they can have at DH um, when Ozuna is not going to be playing in the outfield. Um, and Travis um uh, I mean, the guy's a 221 career hitter, and he's played like two full seasons. I don't think he's going to be uh, replacing Acuna anytime soon. So definitely having Acuna back will help. Um, I think they still need to add another starting pitcher, though. Their bullpen's been really good, uh, adding Kenley Jansen this offseason. Will Smith, Tyler Matzik, guys like that can come in and shut the door. So I think they'll be fine. I think the Braves will be fine. I think the Astros will be fine, too. Um, but I think, honestly, just like last season, the Braves, nobody really gave them a chance. I think they have a better chance of making the playoffs than the Astros right now.
0: Nice. Okay, so, Lee, you're going with the Braves' better chance. Uh, mm-hmm. Logan, who, who did you end up going with?
1: Um. Well, that's tough, man. I don't know. It's it's so early. Just, you know, um honestly, I'd probably say the Astros just I think that I think they we're going to get two teams out of the West. I don't think the Angels are going to keep it together down the wire. Um uh, I think they're more of a better of playoff, you know, veteran team through and through. Braves obviously have been there, you know, but um I don't know. It it just depends on pitching, you know, and I think Verlander leading the charge is going to help them out a lot with the Astros. Um, Bullpen's been great for, you know, Atlanta, but uh, we'll see. I think think for both of these teams uh, down the road, like you guys were saying, the uh, trade deadline, I think it's going to be huge um, on the missing pieces that uh, both teams are kind of lacking. I think also – I'm not going to discredit either lineup. Um, I do think that, personally, I think the Astros have a better lineup. Um, just through and through, I think guys like Brantley, Tucker, I think they'll get going, you know, Uriel. I think uh, Alvarez is supposed to have a huge year. I mean, it's it's early. Um, but once they get hot, man, I, I, we'll see what happens. But I, I like the, uh, the Astros' chances a little bit better.
0: Jacob, who did you end up going with? Astros also. Astros as well. And Peck, yeah. were you sticking with the Astros?
2: I'm going to stick with the Astros. Okay. It's just a coin flip, really. I'd say 51% Astros, 49% Braves. Like I said, you know, Phillies are a 500 team and the Mets could Met, but the Astros have been there. I think that they might find a way. Yeah. Uh,
1: I'll uh, add to that. I think, I think uh, you guys know I'm big on the Phillies this year. I think that's kind of Phillies and Mets are, for me, I think, you know, for both teams, it's uh, their offices are pushing win now, you know, more so than ever. And they made the acquisitions this offseason to do so. So that's kind of where I kind of lean on that, too, you know. it is true.
0: Speaking of Angels, Angel Hernandez, last Sunday in a primetime game between the Phillies and Brewers, Hernandez became the star and talk of the game. Now, I don't know if you you guys see, um, you know, I don't know who does it exactly, but they put out this umpire scoring, scoring report card, and they'll look at called balls and called strikes, and so you could accurately see the percentages and things like that. Angel Hernandez had a 94% called ball accuracy, which is below league average, which is 97%. But uh, even worse, had a 77% called strike accuracy, 11 points below league average at 88%. And the overall factor of his missed calls led to a .077 potential run in favor of the Brewers in a game that the Brewers actually won one to nothing. Now, generally speaking, we might say, okay, umpires had some bad calls and things like that that might not have led to that team winning the game. But in, in this case, I think this is one of the rare times where you look at the stats from this umpire report card and you could very well say that Angel Hernandez really kind of led the Brewers to win this game so what's your guys' take is it time to finally adopt robot umpires and I know that the minor league system is already trying out some type of robot umpiring and there's some problems with that um, which I'm sure some of you might might uh talk about but what's your take do you think we got to get rid of uh manual umpires
1: I want this one
2: absolutely all all
1: the smoke bro i i watched it uh my cousin play today at junior college and the umpire was atrocious <laughs> um i'd like atrocious obviously at college level in big leagues it's different but one thing you want is consistency you know if you're not giving the low pitch you're not giving the low pitch you know it can't be sometimes hit or miss but um, the robot thing's iffy, man. I, I think it gives a huge advantage to hitters. Obviously, they know the zone pretty well. Like when Schorber got tossed, um, what was last week or this earlier this week, uh, he knows his zone. He knew that pitch was off. Like these guys are smart. Um, I think, like in, in any other job, you either get you should either get suspended or you should you know get pay a fine for your lack of performance in Angel Hernandez' incident. Um, I think – give me that stat for that run differential.
0: It was plus 0.77 towards the Brewers.
1: I would I would even say that, that that's like um, – what's the word I'm looking for? I would say that's uh, inaccurate, to be honest with you. I think that it could potentially be worth more. Like, you got to think in baseball game, if you got a runner on second and third and you go, it's a 1-1 one, one count, right? you throw a slider low and away it's a ball he calls it a strike now it's a 1-2 count the odds of a you know a hitter getting a hit with two strikes on him compared to a 2-1 count are completely different so i think uh, maybe their metrics include all that but i know from a pitching standpoint it's a lot more stressful on your arm and the situation at hand to you know to be behind in counts and hitters mm-hmm. naturally are hitting better in uh, hitter's counts so I I don't know. It's – that's my opinion on it. I think that, you know, maybe you suspend the dude. But um, I don't think that the robot um, umpires are going to be good for the game. I think there's got to be some human nature. I do like the increase in usage of replays. I think that helps a lot of big calls. I think we talked about that a few weeks ago with uh, Armando. Mm
2: -hmm. Um,
1: But, yeah, that's my opinion. What do you guys got on that one?
2: I'll go because I feel the exact opposite. So out of 73 umpires that have uh, called balls and strikes, Angel Hernandez is actually 31st, which is just in the middle of the pack. Mm. And he's done four games this year. Obviously the one that he was under league average was the Philly game, but the other three games that he's done, he's been over league average. So, you know, he's definitely getting up there in age. I think this is what 21st or 22nd season. And you know, he's the target of a lot of scrutiny because of you know those kinds of calls. Now, if you watch the video, you can see Schwarber is mad at both sides, though. Calls missed on both sides. You can see him right, point at right. both dugouts. So that 0.77, I think it's actually lower because. You know, I, th- there was another pitch earlier in the game. that was like three inches inside on Gene Segura that he, he got called out. And I was pretty pissed because he's on my team. I saw that. And I'm like, hmm, you know, but if you go back and watch the full game, I think Billy was saying he was what, 88 percent? Like, yeah, that sucks. You know, you definitely want to see somewhere between like 93 and above, 97 and above. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, like, they're also back there the whole game. Like the catchers That's only part. there, you know the top innings and the bottom innings. Like the umpires, they're the whole game. There's going to be some fatigue, you know. Mm-hmm. That was a late inning call. That was about the bottom of the eighth, I think, on uh, Schwarber there. So, as far as going to the automated strike zones, I don't like that. I like the human aspect, and I think that Angel gets a lot more hate than he gets credit for.
1: It's fair. I like that. I like that rebuttal there. That's nice. It's good.
3: Lee Jacob you can go first Jacob
4: I mean in terms of having the automated strike zone I think I love the the judgment call or the human error thing to it um cuz it just happens it happens to everybody you know it's not like it just only happened to the Phillies and you know we saw what happened with the Dodgers and Giants last season and stuff like that but uh I think the main point is the consistency you know the consistency that's just, you know, you can't be going out there and just calling whatever you want, striking and ball. And yeah, I do realize that Angel is usually the face of, uh, you know, umpires being terrible and stuff like that. But in terms of just, you know, the automatic strike zone, I don't know. I honestly think it'd be bad to have stuff like that. But I got it. That's, that's my to, take on it.
1: To Angel's defense, though, I think now more than ever, catchers are doing a better job of selling pitches. Um, I know it's kind of like I think there's a I forgot I think it might have been Salvador Perez they said last year that he steals the most stri- or it might have been Salvi or Grendel I forgot where they steal what they call steal strikes where they're like borderline pitches but the way they catch it or frame it it helps it out I mean it's hard it's, a, it's a one of the toughest
2: jobs I think but yeah I know Buster Posey was really good at that
1: yeah
0: who?
2: Buster Posey
0: I know, I'm just joking.
2: (laughs)
1: He's like, I've never Um, heard of him.
3: (laughs) Giant, never heard of him. (laughs) All right, Lee. All right, Uh, give me me that percentage of Angel Hernandez last week again.
0: So it was 90, in terms of called ball accuracies, 94%. League Uh average was at 97%. And it called strike accuracy, it was 77%. League average, 88%. Oh. All Oh, right.
3: Um, well, for, for the robot umps, I'm, I'm 100% in favor of that. Um, I agree with what Logan said. I think um, when, when guys have been in the league for a really long time, you kind of get an idea of what the zone is. Um, and if you implement robot umpires, I think they can kind of get squeezed on things that they wouldn't have thought was a strike before and just because it tips the edge of the zone, it'll be called strike now. But I think in the long term, if you do implement robot umpires, I think players will get a sense of where the strike zone actually is, and it's not going to change from game to game because of the human element, because there won't be a human element anymore. It'll just be a computer, and you have a set strike zone every time. Um, as for the, the fatigue argument, I, I don't think that's a very good reason for someone to be making bad calls, you know, that's that's what you train for. You know, if you're at your job and you get tired and you do a bad job, no one's going to let you off the hook because you're tired. You know, that's, that's part of the job. You got to be up for it. You got to have the stamina for it. Um, mm-hmm. And Using that as a reason for why you're doing bad at your job is just not good enough.
0: You know, one thing oh. that I think, <laughs> one thing that I think that I, I was never a fan of was putting the little box on the TV and like mm. p- making this little strike zone. Cause Even that little strike zone, I think is like, that's not like an accurate representation of of someone's strike zone there. Or even when they show the replay and they show like where the pitch is cutting in and things like that, everyone's strike zone is going to be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And it almost seems like the box is just perfectly placed, no matter what hitter is up
2: there. Yeah. Yeah. Altuve and Aaron judge. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And they got the same, pretty much the same box compared, at least from when I'm watching it, it seems, it seems as if the box is always going to stay the same on TV. Um, you know, so I would I would be in favor of taking that off, and then just looking at charts of at the end of the game, this is what the strike zone looked like co- on all the called strikes that that umpire did versus ball, so you can kind of see um, some type of zone, which I'm sure they do. But I, I, I'm much in, mu- in much more favor of that than I guess getting rid of umpires altogether and going to the robots because. There's been some robot videos that I saw where it's like, oh, man, that was tough. Or what happens if, you know, something happens with the little robot or sensors or something going on there, then it delays the game an hour, two hours or Mm -hmm. uh, at some point? Because, I mean, are you going to put in the rule book like, okay, in the event that the robot system goes down, the human umpire will take over the rest of the game and call strikes? I mean, I don't know. Makes it a little bit more difficult. And outside I've the never box,
2: seen, I've never seen the robots out there. Have you any of you guys watched any of them?
4: I think it's just the home plate umpire sitting back and then he gets the call through like an earpiece. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: oh,
2: so, gosh, so the home okay. plate umpire is like they're gonna throw like a little ET <laughs> robot, Wally looking dude out there. Can you imagine, He's like, what if they're the gonna the like
4: a foul ball? <laughs> the <laughs> robot has to run out of the way. <laughs> Dude, that would be insane. Nah, I wouldn't doubt it in the future, though, they do some stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
2: All
0: but- right, Peck. Around. Peck, this one's for you. Ready? Bring it. Your guy, Nolan Arenado, suspended two <laughs> games <laughs> alongside teammate Cabrera one game. Joan Lopez <laughs> throws a fastball up and in. To Arenado, obviously didn't like it. Yells stuff. Benches clear between the Mets Cardinals um
2: i mean what's going on there peck i mean i almost got suspended two games my mom was about to evict me from yelling um <laughs> so we're watching right and <laughs> true story you know um no one's our guy we, we we try to watch him every day we watch the rockies every day rushing Nolan. um and the guy throws up and in and, you know the thing that i don't understand is afterwards they're interviewing lopez and he goes yeah you know i threw at him on purpose to get him kicked out of the game and it worked but he doesn't get suspended when he said he threw at him on purpose so i don't know just kind yeah, of felt great. like there, there wasn't a, like good balance i wasn't surprised to see that he was suspended granted he did play tonight um because he's appealing the suspension right uh, cabrera just took the suspension because he's a relief pitcher so it's like it's easy for him to just take the suspension and be done right but right. no one is um appealing it i don't know if they'll you know keep it at two maybe they'll lower it to one i don't know what they're going to do but i just thought you know well why is lopez not getting suspended for admitting that he threw it at him
0: hey sometimes you know you get rewarded for
4: telling the truth um, I mean, yeah, but I'll like hit him, though, you know.
2: Pete along yeah. dust him. If I wanted to put somebody in the hospital, I would have.
4: Yeah. I, he yeah. needs it, man. That's, the, yeah. that's the... freaking menace.
0: Hey, these, hey, people
4: are, these players the fact, are
1: wild in right? a little bit, huh?
4: Polar <laughs> bear, man.
0: After the fact, dra- that's a
1: good got, point, yeah.
2: man. I love and that. He guy got guy, dragged
1: too. down by a coach. Was that a coach or a player? No, he got blindsided,
2: bro. That was a Bush
1: league. I, I was at the gym and I was watching like the uh, buildup of it all, man. And there was, a, I mean, there was a ton of dudes getting hit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was back and forth all weekend long, you know. And then Alonzo got hit in the head. And then, of yep. course, someone gets the green light in the bullpen, hey, your job's coming, you know, get a few outs. And then, if you got two outs, base open, find an ear hole. And hey, the best
2: part about it, the best part about it, was when Nolan threw Nemo to the side like a little rag doll. Oh yeah! And yeah. then that one dude just jumped over the wall, of the bullpen. I think it was is that That was Gallegos, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the two. Yeah, he That was nice. That was nice. <laughs> that was great. Man, that's something I've always wanted to be a part of. Like when I was working as a groundskeeper at the Rockies, I was like really no. hoping for a fight.
0: <laughs> you weren't gonna run out there, were you?
2: No, but that's no, what I'm no. saying. No. Oh. But, I mean, Billy, Could you you imagine? The, Billy, you remember the infamous benches clearing almost uh, brawl when we were at the catch? Yes, I do. That
4: um, was going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Oh, All man, because of man. All because of Peck, bro. What happened? The pack?
2: Uh, to make a long story short, one of our players is African American and mm-hmm. uh, they threw behind him and then they called him the N-word. and oh, shoot. So I'm like out... Um, trying to use oh, these bats God, as, like, an God. air traffic controller, trying to, like, you know, corral our players back into the dugout. And, you know, we're a fellowship of Christian athlete team. So, I was like, it's okay, boys. Jesus loves you. Get back in there. <laughs> yeah. That, that <laughs> so was, there, were, a... there was some chirping. And I think Grant the Goat Robbins was about to take somebody's head off. So, Man, um, I remember Grant. Good times.
0: Yeah, Broken Pinky still played out the rest of that season. That was good <laughs> stuff. Good stuff.
1: Uh,
2: sorry, it's it didn't all bad. The side that, track that,
1: off to that, with the Dude, no, that is all no. bad.
0: Yeah, I remember. Sorry, one last thing because it reminded <laughs> me. But he broke his pinky. He was still playing. I remember first game. Uh, after that broken pinky, hits a deep flat ball to left field, catches it right at the wall, and and, and I don't know if it was Cadeau or or me who called it on air saying and Robbins was a pinky short of a homer there. Oh <laughs> no. Yeah, man. Yeah, That was good stuff. Anybody else's take on this? I mean, no one wants to get hit when you're there and things like that, but I don't know. It seemed like it was, and, and Logan, you did talk about it kind of brewing over the course of the series, but I don't know. It was kind of, it seems to me as if players are a little bit quick on the trigger, at least to start the year of, of just, you know, getting, getting thrown at up and in or, like McCutcheon he didn't even get hit I think on a couple of them and that was a different case and different scenario but led to led to some stuff
1: I I, you know what somebody somebody took offense to getting hit by a pitch it was a curveball I think I don't know was it Lindor I don't know who it was um I was I was a little ways from the tv I shouldn't looked into it I couldn't find like the whole like breakdown of it all but Someone took, like, a curveball to the knee or the hip or something, and they took offense to it. And I'm like, you know what? Like, a guy's not trying to hit you with an 0-2 curveball. You know, if he's going to come high and tight, it's going to be hard. So, I I get it. I mean, there there's a fine line sometimes, like, in the moment. Hitters are just going to be like, oh, that was intentional, you know? But, like, if you sit back and look from a, from it an outsider's perspective, excuse me, um, maybe you'll see different. But in the heat of the moment, I mean, you got to protect
2: yourself, you know?
0: And, Lee, did you – I can't remember. Did we get your take on this one?
3: Well, I, I'm, I've been listening to, like, all you guys have been saying. I mean, I don't know, like, really the buildup that led to Arenado getting all hot and fiery about that. I mean, just from looking at it as, an as like, a individual case, I, I don't really see what the issue was that he, he didn't even get hit. That was the thing. Right. Is yeah. He didn't get hit by the ball. I know there's a lot leading up to, obviously, Alonzo got domed in the head. Yeah, um, exactly the game before or something like that but i mean especially if you don't get hit i mean obviously it was a fastball like high and in that's kind of concerning but i don't think that's the thing where you got to start yelling at the pitcher and getting all mad about that especially cuz he didn't hit you i mean it, it, he said like after the game i was trying to get him ejected and, you know all that stuff like okay, I mean, maybe you can you have like a case for that but i mean the mets have been hit so many times
2: yeah, and I mean, they, ha- they
3: haven't done anything about it until, I guess, that is, you can call it that, like retaliation. But they've, yeah. they've been hit 19 times since He's, that incident. Cool, so, poor I mean,
2: Pete Alonso gets in a car accident on his way to spring training, flips his truck four times, survives, only to get hit twice in the head during the regular twice. season. Yeah. Lord of mercy on that guy. <laughs> wow. You guys see what you guys do?
1: Did you guys see what Bassett said about about it all? He goes, Oh, yeah, you know, MLB's got to do something like basically insinuating that these new baseballs aren't very good and they need fine. Time oh, game. yeah. I did see that too. Oh, yeah. God. I love that. love that aspect. Someone's got to throw that in there. Stop. I think <laughs> that was, that everybody that was the just argument, needs to man. take a chill pill. <laughs> oh,
2: gosh. All you right. It's going to be like Travis darno when you got hit by D. Strange Gordon. Oh my gosh! He died. Fifty-two mile an hour. He died. (laughs) He He on home
3: plate. (laughs) Thank you for your service. Yep.
0: That was good. That was good. That was entertaining.
3: Everyone, just play like Travis Darno. You'll be okay.
0: All right. Before we wrap this up, I want to see what everyone's excited for for this upcoming week. I'll start off. um, Tomorrow on Saturday, I'm going to be going out to Dodger Stadium, taking in the Dodgers Tigers game getting a chance to see Miguel Cabrera and not only that, but Clayton Kershaw's on the bump and he's four strikeouts away from becoming the all-time Dodgers strikeout leader, passing Don Sutton. So really a chance to see a couple of legends and some history there. So I'm pumped up for that, um, to see that in person. Uh, what about everyone else?
4: Do you need to go all at once. Crickets. Bueller,
2: Walker, <laughs> Bueller.
4: <laughs> I mean, I'll Angels go.
2: White
1: Sox.
4: Okay. Yes.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yes. I'm excited for that. Giolito yep. vs. Syndergaard tomorrow. Mm. Big game. Ooh. I like that a lot. I'm excited for that one. Also, a uh, Hunter Green's back in action with the uh, scorching hot Reds against the Rockies. Scorching yeah. hot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how they're. Oh man,
2: I'm gonna miss them.
1: Yeah, they're in, they're in mile high, so we'll see how they do. Or we'll see how he does, excuse me.
0: Well, what's crazy is, wasn't Green last start, his fastball and, and, and slider was all down? Like six, seven miles per hour? Yeah, than, uh,
2: his average went from 101 to 95, but his control was a lot better.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
2: That must suck to have, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing. I mean, his control was... I mean, I watched both of his first two starts. I missed the third, but the first two starts... I thought his control was good, especially on his secondary stuff. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I, 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 I kind of got it. I kind of quality... got a little bit.
2: What's the quality of a 99 mile an hour two seamer when you can't locate it, though? And stealing
1: the fear got in someone. <laughs> 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 I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I, mean, not I to
2: mean, think about st- it.
0: Think about it. Think about the polar bear up there has been canned twice in the head.
2: You yeah. know, you do that four times, he's getting the free bag. That's why
1: he's got he's a 5.370 RA. Think about being a hitter, and you're looking at the scouting report, and you're looking at, okay, this guy throws his four seam thirty percent of the time, his two seam twenty five percent of the time. Well, on his two seam, he has no idea where the f it's going. So you know, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. So, I mean, Rick I, I don't know.
0: You gonna be mm. step, take a step back, and a little, be a little bit wary, and then he breaks out that nice slider, which I think is his best yeah. pitch, Um personally. But yeah, good
1: stuff. Jacob you- really should be a good one.
0: Yeah, I am uh, was going to be mine. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. They play each other. What two series again, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then back at it again, Friday, Saturday and Sunday again. That's crazy. Be some good baseball, especially with top, the way the Mets are playing.
0: Top two teams in the East right now. Oh. Hopefully so there's some fireworks, you know. You see two teams like that, you just got to you, you want to see some drama.
4: I know yeah. the Cardinals and Mets can deliver it. And you got to hope the Phillies and Mets can do some.
0: I feel like the yeah. Cardinals are always in, in some type of hitting scandal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gosh.
2: There's precious.
1: always a lot of hype about the Mets, man. But this year it looks like, you know, they're a they're real deal. and They're yeah. bringing some fire. I mean, they're playing with fire, dude. Like, it's fun to watch. You know, you is back. I I Hey, man, he was my third pick in the MVP. <laughs> for the uh, you NL know, he was a sleeper but I don't even uh, I was a gambling man the odds and that was incredible
0: <laughs> Logan man I oh. think you had like eight eight people per per category Yeah <laughs> no, 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 no. I, <laughs> I feel I like have, every time, yeah that's my guy
1: <laughs> Who did I have I had a uh, NL was um Castianos was my one and then I think I had Soto was my two but I know everyone was all over Soto and then my third pick was Lindor. And then I had Cy Young was Cole for the AL, and then Syndergaard was my number two for that.
2: Did you have, like, Reese Hoskins 37th in line for NL MVP?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know if he made the
1: top 40. But... <laughs> oh, I will man. say
2: I'm kind of excited for the Mariners and Marlins. It's not a sexy matchup, but they're both young teams playing well above 500. I think that one could be kind of cool this upcoming weekend. Okay. And I'm gonna try and make my way out to the ballpark on Saturday to see Chad Cool rocking that 1.1 ERA for the Rockies.
0: Hey, they've been that, playing pretty well. That's gonna blow up real soon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's you know what? Sorry. Hey, fun fact. Uh, he's going against uh, Nick Lodolo. Uh, oh, yeah, grim boy. Yeah, Damien kid. Yeah, I think he's 24, 23 years old.
2: Yep. I was going to say, I was looking at the MLB app, and right now they don't have a starter uh, posted, but that's cool. Rookie uh, debut? No, he's had a few starts. He's kind of – yeah, he, he came
1: up last year, I think. Did Did okay, actually, pretty well. And then this year, it's been a little rough so far, so. What's his name again? Nick Lodolo. Nick Lodolo. All right, I'll check him out. Big lefty.
0: Yeah, you'll see it. I mean, you'll be there now.
1: I haven't bought my
2: ticket yet. I'm still waiting to see. Do you-
0: are the Rockies even selling tickets? Can't you just walk in?
2: I'm sorry. We're top man. 10 in uh, attendance every single year.
3: <laughs> just kidding. You guys do all right. Yeah, because just let you right.
2: walk in.
4: <laughs> <laughs> at least I arrived in the
2: first inning. I'm like at Dodger Stadium. Buy a, buy a <laughs> hot dog. What did you say in your last part? Year. <laughs> yeah, because you missed the first two innings, Jacob. You got to listen on the radio. Now, you know what's so funny? On the,
4: on the Hunter Green game, I kid you not we didn't get into the game until like the third traffic was so bad dang
0: you know fun fact i've never been late to a dodger game
4: well to be fair he gets there at like 4 (laughs) p.m
3: hey hey you gotta do what you gotta do would ever
4: be late getting there at 4 p.m
3: he's the one opening up the gates for the fans I (laughs) i am
1: he's trying to he every every game he's there he's like hey you need me He's the one BP. unpacking the bags yeah. off the visiting you
4: need, bus. You need me to throw BP. <laughs> hey, coach, you
0: need me to throw BP? I got you. Yeah, there me. No, I'm actually in the right field pavilion. No, yeah, 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 right yeah, field both, pavilion. Both. You, you got to sneak into the right field pavilion because sometimes little security guards are like, nah, you got to stay in left field. You got to stay in left field. But nobody's in the right field pavilion at that time. And, and I'm trying to catch some, you know.
4: uh I catch some big lefty ball, balls, man. Run
0: balls, yeah. Have Which we got. Do we got. What did we get? How many we got last year? We they had, had like enough seven, to eight, give nine me. Of I them. wasn't
4: able to catch a home run ball last season during batting practice, but they they we had enough to the point where they let me have two. Yeah, we were spreading the wealth. And there. one was uh, a Muncie one.
0: I, I gave a couple to my sister. I know that I gave one to my aunt, one to my mom, and I still had enough, like maybe two for me.
1: Um, uh, you guys caught them barehanded or glove? We we no, they we, picked we, them off off the floor. We popped oh,
0: okay. them. I mean, yeah, right. come on, you got. I tried. I tried. Actually, one did pop out of my glove. Remember that? Oh, but tell them why. <laughs> Dude, that guy!
4: Some dude just like that hops on his back then. and slaps it, slaps it out of his glove. Oh I, I,
0: I'm out there, right? My, 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 my! I'm letting, I'm letting him know. My <laughs> hand out
4: there, moving his and arm and everything. Jumps
0: on my back, <laughs> boom, smacks it out. And I was like, really, really? And it was a San Francisco fan too. You know, Dodger fans get a bad rep, so I was like, right, you know what? It's Not okay. today. That's all right. It's Did he even cheap. get the ball? <laughs> No, someone else got it. Oh my gosh! He smacked it right out of my hands. Um, it was insane. It was. It was. Uh, I had another experience. I was there when uh, the World Baseball Classic final, uh, Puerto Rico, USA. Same. Um. Electric. I, oh man, that was good. There was Did a the foul Puerto ball. Rican fans are insane, huh? Yeah, JB at best. Um, <laughs> there was a foul ball back into the loge. And my sister and I were arguing about something. And then I see everybody's like standing up, getting ready. And the ball is coming right over, like right at my head. And I put my hands up, jump, can't get it. It bounces right behind the seats. I'm And I'm like, oh my God, like nobody's there. And I'm about to pick it up. Some guy comes from from my side, reaches over, smacks the ball all the way down the <laughs> stairs. And then some guy got it all the way at the bottom row. I was, oh, I was so upset. I was like, really? Why, why would you reach? I like, I. I literally we had like you know, you know what's it called the uh, light at the end of the tunnel. I saw everything and it was just yeah. You, it you, was, had, it, you
1: had it. in had bag.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, but yeah. Needless to say, that was a long story. Just to say that I've never been late to a Dodger game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just late to
2: catching the ball. <laughs>
4: yeah. All
0: right. On that note, Lee, Can, what can are you we, excited can we,
4: for? Hold on before we before we go. Can we? You remember that time we went to the WWE event? And the Which pancake one?
0: incident. Oh, my God. Yeah. Billy's
4: notorious for getting stuff slapped out of his hand when he's trying to catch it. <laughs> so, he that you there? know, how, like there's a wrestling group and they throw pancakes out to the fans and stuff like that. <laughs> we were sitting right at the spot where a pancake gets frisbeed right to Billy's hand. I just smack it out of it. Smacked it out of pure spite.
2: And,
1: and the, the pancake his hand shattered. Shattered. <laughs> You need some pine jar, dude. Go to the game with a stick of
0: pine for jar. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta find Garrett Cole. That is not, not he's our got that Garrett. Joey Gallo
3: defense. <laughs> Man, Lee, what are you excited for? Uh, well, for the weekend, um, like Logan said, Angels White Sox, that should be pretty good. Uh, the White Sox haven't been doing too hot lately, but uh, they've had a lot of injuries. Um, uh, but a couple of games for this upcoming week that I'm um, Pretty, it should be interesting. I don't know if I'll actually be able to watch them, but Braves and Mets, that should be a good series just because those guys are going to be battling at the top of the the standings for the NL East probably most of the year. And then Mariners, Astros, that should be a good one. Uh, We'll see how, yeah, see how good the Mariners actually are. um, And we'll see if the Astros can kind of wake up their bats a little bit.
0: That's good, man. That's a good stuff. I have to see what, see. What games to catch in there? Everybody, everybody give their two cents on that one?
4: On what? On what they're this looking is forward watch. to? Yeah. Did you? Oh, yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah. yeah. I, we got it.
2: Hey, Billy, I'll say one last thing. Okay. If you want to watch some highlights of Joey Gallo in the home run derby, I'll show you how to catch a ball.
4: <laughs>
2: <Ooh>.
0: <laughs> I have no problem catching him. All right.
2: Caught one of his dingers.
0: That that's is true.
4: Oh, yeah, that's right. That That's is right. You. Hopefully they can pull one. You know, I'm, I already got my tickets for the Home Derby.
0: You need to know. yank one Yank foul. one, yeah. Yank it foul.
4: Jacob, get me an extra ticket. An extra one? I don't even think I have <laughs> enough for myself. I can I get you a either. ticket to the All-Star game. <laughs>
2: I want to go to the Depending Derby. Depending yeah, in the all- All-Star. All-Star game was okay. The Derby is the best part. Yeah, without a doubt.
0: No, celebrity softball game is always the best. What <laughs> is true, that?
2: True, Von Miller was goaded. <laughs> Got to see the TikTok stars out there too. It's pretty cool. So bad.
3: <laughs> What's TikTok?
4: <laughs> Who's Buster Posey? What stat What's that is that?
3: <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> TikTok's per nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But you can see All that right. statistic
4: <laughs> on John Morant supposedly has more tweets than field goals made in the play in the postseason. Oh my gosh,
0: <laughs> was it really?
4: Yeah, <laughs> I can send it to you right now. Dude
0: dunked on somebody's soul the other day.
1: He
4: did. I saw yeah, that.
1: Oh my god! Insane. It was Ben, ben Simmons' ghost. <laughs> 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 oh man!
2: So Tiger Woods and Ronald Acuna both came back before Ben Simmons.
4: Hey,
0: that's tough. All right, Jacob, take us home.
4: All right. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And the cast here, Derek and Derek, thank you for joining us. Hope to have you guys on here again. Take it away, Billy.
0: Adios.